Welcome to a very special episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Today, Austin and I will be talking about fantasy football. We'll be talking about our sleeper picks, players you should avoid. We'll be talking about the first round and who you should draft at what spot you're drafting at. We are super excited for this episode. We've been waiting for it for a long time, and we know a lot of other people have been too. Stay tuned for, ne- uh, for this Friday. We have a very special episode planned. We're super excited for it. We can't wait, so stay tuned for Friday. This is a special episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Alright, so Austin and I have made our, our, we have discussed before the show, we have made our own rankings, so this will be an episode of agreement. Yeah. It'll be no bickering, no fighting, no disputes, it'll be, we, we this is an agreement episode. Yeah. I know you all tune in for the, <laughs> for the constant disagreement on whether or not the Panthers, or I, I guess technically, how much the Panthers will suck this year. Oh, okay. But this episode, we're... <laughs> In complete agreeance on uh, these picks. Right. So, me and Austin have compiled... Well, Austin a... and I. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Austin and I have compiled our list of who you should draft in the first round, sleeper picks that you should pick, and players you should avoid. Yes. So, who should we? what should we start with? Uh, let's start with the, I think, most important. We'll start off with the... Uh, who you should pick when. Okay. Our top seven. Right. So like we said, we agreed on this list. It's a consensus list that we made. So we keep in mind this is a PPR list right. that we agreed on. Most people in the world do play uh, PPR fantasy football. So um, this is PPR. So every catch is an extra point. So keep that right. in mind. If you're not doing a PPR league, it shouldn't make too much of a difference. But keep that in mind when you're drafting. The order these these players can pretty much stay in the same, but it does play a little bit into effect. So yeah. Without further ado, uh, for the first pick, our consensus for the if you have the number one pick, you should be drafting Christian McCaffrey. So Austin, what do you want to say about that? Yeah, absolutely. And just so everyone is absolutely clear, there is no gun behind the camera forcing me to agree that Christian <laughs> McCaffrey should be the first pick. Um, right. Right. Be, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if you by happenstance, are so lucky as to fall into the first pick of your fantasy draft. You don't want to play it safe and just, you know, oh, we're going to pick a guy that's going to win me the points, and that's that. You're going to want a guy that's going to break out every single week and who's going to win you the most points possible so you can win the league. Right. That's the ultimate goal. And we both feel that Christian McCaffrey is that guy. I mean, was he hurt last season? Yeah, Man, but that was like... Four. I mean, yeah, and the season before. But, I mean, you know, like Caden's talked about before, he's been doing some crazy workouts. He's worked with a lot of trainers to try to stay healthy this year because, I mean, he wants it just as bad as you do if you draft him. Mm-hmm. So um, we feel that Christian McCaffrey is the standout player that you need if you want to win the, your fantasy league. Right, yeah. Austin kind of hit it right right on the head. So uh, on our second pick, our consensus that we agreed on was you should be drafting Jonathan Taylor at number two. Yeah. Me and Austin have talked about this before the show. I'm going to try to summarize it again. So, Jonathan Taylor was the running back one last year. He had the most fantasy points out of any running back. But he had the worst fantasy running back one season since 
Devontae Freeman in 2015. So he, he I mean, yeah, he had the number one running se- like running back season for running back or for fantasy purposes. But he also had everything going for him. He stayed healthy all season. He had the number one offensive line all season. He had all of his competition who could have potentially been the number one running back get hurt. Christian McCaffrey got hurt. Um, Derrick Henry got hurt. Dalvin Cook missed some games. Like all these top tier players, running backs, were missing games except for him. So between that and his top offensive line, and the fact that he had Carson Wentz who just dumps it down to him, Carson Wentz ain't good. <laughs> With that, he's getting all these fantasy points. He's the number one running back, but it still wasn't insane, drastic, crazy numbers. We were we saw this. We were talking, and it said if you're dra- if you have the first pick and you're drafting. If you're the number one pick, if you're playing fantasy football, we'll say, you're playing to win. You're not playing just to play. Like, you're trying to win the league. And if you're trying to win the league, you're going to pick players who can, like you said, win you the league. Players who can go out there and give you 28 points a game, 30 points a game. Like, insane players like that. Jonathan Taylor, he was good last year, but I think that was his ceiling. And it still wasn't, like we said, a, not the worst, worst running back one fantasy season since 2015. Yeah. So I think if... If you are drafting him, you're already he's already at a ceiling. So maybe that's like twenty points a game ish around when you could be getting McCaffrey with a chance of upside at thirty points a game. But then people will come out and say, Oh, but injury is like McCaffrey, he'll get hurt. Derrick Henry, he was just hurt. But Jonathan Taylor, he wasn't hurt. Like I'm gonna draft him, obviously. He's safe. Yeah, like injuries do happen. Injuries are a part of football. But Christian McCaffrey, he never was labeled as injury prone until he got hurt for the first time. Then he kept getting hurt. Derrick Henry, he's been a beast his whole career and like huge, huge running back. Never gotten hurt until last year. Jonathan Taylor, last year was only his second year in the league. If I remember right, Christian McCaffrey, his first three years in the league, he never was hurt. Derrick Henry, his first like four or five years in the league, never got hurt. Um, Jonathan Taylor is now going to his third league. Right, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, all these guys, they weren't hurt going into their third year at any point in their career too. So here, who's to say, oh, that he's just labeled as impossible to get hurt. Like anyone can get hurt just because he didn't get hurt last year does not mean he's never going to get hurt. Like that's a stupid argument. Like if you want to win your fantasy league, you'll draft someone with upside who can get you a lot of points instead of someone who's just labeled as safe, even though he's not any more safe than any of these other guys. Right. And that's obviously not to say that Jonathan Taylor isn't a good pick because you still have him at number two. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, if you have the first pick, you take CMC. If you have the second pick, now you don't have that player that's going to get you the 30 points. Like, maybe you can get lucky. You know, I'm sure there was some guy last year that randomly drafted Cooper Cup when he shouldn't have and ended up winning his whole league. Right. What we're saying is that Jonathan Taylor's a good number two pick. He's a solid running back, and he's going to win you a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't take him at one. Yeah, or maybe you get lucky and whoever has the first pick is a loser and doesn't listen to the KNA football podcast. So and true. They end up picking Jonathan Taylor and then you end up with McCaffrey. Right, and you end up with McCaffrey at two. Perfect. What a steal. What a steal. And it's all because you listen to the KNA football podcast. And then you win your league. And then yeah. we get some of your winnings. Right? That's Donate. what happens. Donate. <laughs> We're going to start GoFundMe. <laughs> all right, so for the third pick in our consensus rankings, we have, keep in mind this is a PPR like we said, we have... Austin Eckler from the Chargers. So, um, Austin, yeah. you can talk about him. I mean, again, he's a good running back. Um, the Chargers are going to do really well this year, obviously. I mean, are they in a tough division? They are. But, I mean, that's only what, six games out of the year that they're playing people in their own division. 
And other than that, they're probably going to dominate the rest of football. Mm-hmm. So Austin Eckler, I mean, he's a great running back. Um, you want a guy with a catching upside. Right. So, you know, you want Austin, Austin Eckler is a good pick at three. Again, you know, CMC, Jonathan Taylor, good first two picks. I think they should go one and two no matter what. But if you land with a lower pick, Austin Eckler is a great pick for three. Mm-hmm. He's going to win you the points that you need to stay solid and stay competitive in your league. Right. And like you said, his catching upside is incredible. Aside from McCaffrey, Austin Eckler is probably the best receiving back in the NFL. Maybe maybe Camara you can make an argument for, but Austin Eckler's catching upside is incredible. So you're going to get so many points just off of receiving alone. And so all of those points from that, and then also, like we said, the Chargers, we both think are going to be very dominant this year. They'll have a great offense. So they'll easily be driving down the field, easily be getting in the red zone and the, and the like, Scoring points, like, easy, like, when they're in the red zone, give it to Eckler, Eckler can score. Like, they have a lot of opportunities to score with their high-powered offense. That's more touchdowns for Eckler. And then, like you said, they will probably dominate everyone when they don't play the divisional game. So then that's huge leads going into the fourth quarter. That's a lot of just garbage time. Give it to Eckler. Right. It's a lot of yards. Rack up a lot of garbage time yards. That wins a lot of people some games. Absolutely. Right. And I think the Chargers' offensive line is really good and revamped, too, that have a lot of good holes to get through. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead with our fourth pick. For the fourth one, we have our first receiver off the list. We have Cooper Cup from the Rams. We, yeah. I mean, that wasn't really much of a discussion, so Austin. Yeah, absolutely shocking that we had Cooper <laughs> Cup at four. No, um, if you didn't think that Cooper Cup was going in this top seven, you have no right drafting a fantasy team. That's just how it is. Right. Um, he won the most fantasy points out of anyone last year. Um, so obviously, if you don't take him, it's just kind of a stupid decision. Again, the guys we listed before him, we still think you should take first. But, I mean, he's got that connection with Stafford. Mm-hmm. And just coming off a Super Bowl win, he's not slowing down anytime soon. Um, I think the beard works wonders for him. I think he's got rubs some, like, leprechaun magic in it every morning or something. But, I mean... <laughs> Cooper Cuff's beard? Yeah, Cooper Cuff's rubs it. Uh, and maybe Matthew Stafford's, too. Maybe they rub beards together with mm, leprechauns or something. very weird. <laughs> I never want to hear maybe, that maybe, again. Maybe we'll cut that out. <laughs> Debbie, get rid of that. Debbie, got that part out. That was way out of pocket. <laughs> but yeah, Cooper Cup at four. <laughs> Cooper Cup at four. <laughs> I can't get that image out of my mind. <laughs> right. Quick, switch over to number five. Who's our fifth pick? No, before Forget we that do one. that, yeah, Austin kind of hit it on the head. He had an amazing season last year, one of the best receiver seasons ever. And I think his connection with Stafford obviously still there in – yeah, there's a little bit of a concern with them now getting Allen Robinson as sort of a um like take some tar- targets away, but I think Cup is still easily the best fantasy receiver in football. Like, yeah, Robinson's there; he might take some, quote like some targets away, but yeah. nothing dramatic. Like he had Odell there last year and Robert Woods for some of the year. Like they're Did pretty. Did you just say the word dramatic? <laughs> Isn't that a word? Dramatic. No. No. Well, yeah. Dr- dramatic? Dramatic and drastic. Yeah, drastic and dramatic. You just kind of created a word child with those. The word child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to stop talking. <laughs> Who's our fifth? Um, <laughs> move on. Our, no, not our fifth. Oh, wait, our fifth. Our fifth. Okay, so five and six, we're going to combine because we think that they're both interchangeable. Oddly enough, it's the two LSU wide receivers who played on the same team. Somehow that team was just 
had all these amazing players. But Insane. we have at five Justin Jefferson, and we have at six Jamar Chase. Like yeah. we said, we think they're interchangeable. I think, well, Justin Jefferson, when he came into the league his rookie year, he had a never-seen-before rookie season. Like, he broke all these records. Incredible. Never seen before. And then the very next year, Jamar Chase comes, breaks all those records. He Now he's, like, the next. Like, they're literally, like, they're going to be the two receivers that run the league for the next, oh, absolutely. like, 15 years. Like, it's incredible that they were on the same team in college. Like, you can't really go wrong with either of them. I do think that Jefferson, right now, in his career, is better than Chase. So I think he'll be a little better for fantasy purposes this year. He'll get, he also got less competition around him because Chase has T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Like He's got really good weapons around him, too, when Jefferson just has Adam Thielen. So there's yeah. that, but I also think, I mean, you can't go wrong with either. Yeah, they're both incredible, especially if you were to enter in a points-per-gritty league. <laughs> go off the charts, man. Facts. Justin Jefferson will win you that league. And then at number seven, I'm sorry, we are only doing seven picks due to time. So if you have the eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Yeah, pick. you're out of luck. Plus, I mean, we know that you guys aren't going to be anything more than like an eight-player league. You don't have that many friends. Oh, we want people to listen to the podcast, Austin. Okay. We'll be your friends. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Just listen. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> For the seventh pick, we went, we flirted with a couple ideas here. We went, we flirted with the idea of Dalvin Cook. Of Devontae Adams, of Kamara, of a bunch mm-hmm. of pretty high quality players. But we ultimately went with who we believe is the best running back, pure running back in football, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Again, we'd said this is a PPR league, which is why we have him ranked lower than maybe like a one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's still an incredible running back. Like we said, PPR. That's why he's down more. He really is just strictly a power back. Like he doesn't get catches often at all. So that's he's really missing out on those extra points from catching. But we still have him ranked in the top 10 because he's an incredible running back. And then also the fact the Titans traded away A.J. Brown this offseason. So there's that. So now it's literally just Derrick Henry. Right. They're a running offense at this right. point. They, I mean, they, they were even with A.J. Brown. And right. now that they don't even have him... It's really going to be right. just Derrick Henry. They don't have like a, a name made for himself receiver. Mm-hmm. So, and even in years past, the entire Titans offense has just been handed off to Henry. Henry will win us games. Right. Um, so, I mean, no reason that they'll stop that now. Yeah, He's I mean, you can, say, you can say it's easy to stop. If you know they're going to run the ball, it's easy to stop. But you can say that all you want, but it's not easy to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. You, get, you have a defensive end running the football right right at your face the speed of Tyreek Hill right you're not stopping that like I'm sorry it's not gonna happen not at all those were our top 10 lists like we said well, if top you have, 7 top 7 list like we said if you have like the 8th 9th or 8th <laughs> ninth, or 10th we're sorry but there's all there's a lot of players we, we've talked about like Alvin Kamara would be a good option Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook Najee Harris Devontae Adams Devontae Adams there are a lot of very high quality people like that you can always go look at ESPN's rankings or Yahoo's rankings. I mean, they're kind of like the experts. They're kind of like supposed to get paid for this. So supposed to. You should. I mean, but I mean, ours is probably more. Ours is probably factual more than theirs. Yeah. So they're they're actually. I heard that ESPN people listen to our podcast to see what they. <laughs> I heard that too. Rankings. Yeah. Reports coming from Adam, whatever his last name is. And Schefter. Adam Schefter. That you know, per sources, ESPN listens to us. Exactly. So. <laughs> that's how they get all their stuff. Absolutely. We break the news. They just. 
They steal it from us. Right. They just don't cite their sources. We break the news on uh, our Instagram stories. So if you want all the uh, latest NFL news, go follow us on Instagram. Uh, KA underscore football. Right. Break all the news for you. Good plug. All right. So what should we do next? We got we got our sleeper picks, and then we have players we should avoid. Well, since we did our top seven, let's do players to avoid first, and then okay. we'll do some late round sleepers. All right. Yeah. So like we said earlier, we agreed on this. Again, no bickering because we have the same list. So I'm sorry if you wanted to hear that. Come next week. We have a really fun episode planned. Gonna so, be a lot of bickering that one. Yeah, that was, you, you're going to want to be here. Trust me. I'm I'm super pumped for that one. But So the first player we have in our players to avoid list is Elijah Mitchell from the 49ers, who I will stand by and say I am. I don't care if he's there. I mean, if he's the last round, I guess I'll draft him. But I would not. I am avoiding him at all costs because the 49ers came out this year and said they're going to do a running back by committee, which they sort of did last year, but sort of didn't because there was a lot of injuries. But they're saying they're going to do a committee, so it's not going to be a lot of Mitchell. It's. I mean, it will be. It'll be some Mitchell, but it'll be Mitchell and then another guy and then another guy and then another guy. So all these guys are going to be taking carries away from Mitchell. So that that's an issue. And then also Trey. Uh, not Trey. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is the greatest quarterback in uh, history at handing off the football. Absolutely. He was not going to be their starting quarterback. He's going to be on the bench, which we found out today. Um, Trey Lance is going to be their starter. So Trey Lance can throw the ball a lot better than Jimmy Garoppolo can, even though he's never played in the NFL. We already know that. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. So um, Trey Lance can already throw a lot better. That opens up their receivers better, takes more from the running game. Takes more away from the running game, I mean. And then also, Trey Lance has incredible rushing upside. So that's anywhere on the field. Like, first play of the drive, like a third down, he can easily take off and run. And especially goal line carries. Instead of just handing it to a running back or Elijah Mitchell in the goal line, Trey Lance, boom, powers it in. Right. Like, that's a that's taking a lot right. of red zone You can have designated run, option play. Right. Like you have options with the QB this mm-hmm. And they couldn't do any of that with Jimmy Garoppolo because he's the speed of, like, I don't know. A turtle. Like, he's, he's pretty yeah, he's slow. slow. He's a slow guy. Like I was trying to think of something slow. I'm like, I didn't know what to say. But he's pretty slow. And Trey Lance, he has incredible rushing upside. Take a lot of those runs away. I'm avoiding Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Right. And like you were saying, other players to avoid are obviously anyone on a team that's doing running back committee style. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. They're going committee as well. So avoid anyone, any running backs on the New England Patriots right. or anyone else that says they're going to do um, committee because that's just carries taken away from any guy that you draft, um, which obviously then leads to less yards, less time on the field, so less even opportunity to catch the ball if it's a catching back. So overall, if the team's running committee, don't touch them. Right. Um, one thing you said, the Patriots committee, their running back, Damian Harris, we'll just briefly say, he obviously, like we said, he's on Patriots committee. Avoid him, like we said, committee, taking all those carries away. But then also the fact, we both believe that the Patriots are going to regress dramatically this year. So You said dramatically again. Dude, it's a word. It's not a word. Debbie, look it up. Yeah, get on, continue, get on that. Okay. Continue. We'll look up dramatically in the meantime. <laughs> we think the Patriots will regress dramatically there this year. There we go. And so a lot of times they'll be playing from behind. And so when they are playing from behind, they can't. Just run the ball. They got to be throwing to get those big Wait, plays. How do you spell that? How do you spell dramatically? I don't know. How do you think? D R A M. Yeah, right there. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> Definition of dramatically in a dramatic manner. Do you want to apologize? That was shy. What does that say? No, this is drastically. Definition of drastic. Drastically, it's not even the word. <laughs> yeah, do you want to apologize? <laughs> okay, I don't care. John. Wait, what the heck was no, that? No, I just said dramatically. Urban, urban dictionary. dictionary. No, we're not talking a, urban dictionary. Dude, it's a thing. No, if you if you look up urban dictionary for your the expression on Mike's face made when he did the poo poo dance <laughs> was so. Stop reading. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna get back to football. <laughs> Dramatically is a word. That's what we concluded. <laughs> I was reading the definition or example. <laughs> That's what the Urban Dictionary said. <laughs> it's hot in here. I gotta take this hoodie off. Oh out. my gosh. What was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about the Patriots. They're gonna be playing from behind a lot of games. So, they won't run it a lot, so don't draft him. That's what we were all ultimately saying. Wow, then, yeah. Then. All right. <laughs> Moving on past that. Oh, I got to take this hoodie off. Wait, get a little hot there? You can start this next one. Um, we're t- The next player we're avoiding yeah. is Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson? I'm not talking about Gibson. You can talk about Gibson. <sighs> okay. But, no, well, I'll give you a second. I'll talk about DK. Okay, right? yeah. yeah, you do that. So, <laughs> while Caden <laughs> fights with his hoodie over there... um. DK Metcalf is a player that we both believe that you should avoid because, well, first off, in our Dynasty League, we've tried to, or someone's tried to sham us a couple times with DK. Howdy. That's uh, our co-producer, Micah. He's tried to sham us a couple times. But, um, so when he was first offered to me as a trade, he was injured. So much better. Not, in, not interested in that. Good? Yeah. <laughs> and then... You know, he recovered, he was good, he's back to playing. And then the Seahawks obviously got rid of probably the greatest QB that the Seahawks will ever see again. Oh. Yeah. Um, and now they named uh, Geno Smith as their starter. <laughs> right. Which is... It's a dramatic Right, dramatic, it's a dramatic down, yeah, right, downgrade. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's not going to be catching anything. Fortunately, he had the wherewithal to demand a new contract and get paid before his stat sheets go all the way down the toilet. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I mean, he... Obviously, if you're a wide receiver, you need to get thrown the ball. That's kind of how your position works. So if you have Geno Smith taking the snaps, I'm sorry, but you're not you're not that guy. Right. So don't get DK Metcalf, even though in your mind you might think, oh, wait, DK was good. DK is a good receiver. No, he's not anymore. Don't do it. Not worth it. Yeah. You're, I mean... You hit it on the head. I don't really have anything to add there. So we'll move on to Antonio Gibson, who a lot of people are like, they think I'm crazy for saying this, but this is the one I wholeheartedly stand by the most. Do not draft Antonio Gibson. Brian, there, okay. All camp, there's been reports that Antonio Gibson has looked horrible. The coaches have hated him. He's looked awful. He's fumbled a bunch. He's, he's, he's looked like a horrible running back. And he was, he was all right last year. I had him on my team. He was all right. But he's looked awful in the preseason game against the Panthers. He fumbled. Like, he hasn't looked good at all. And then there's reports that he's going to be strictly a, every now and then, a third down back and a kick and a punt returner. That is not good. You do not want that on your fantasy team. Like, that's going to yeah. get you zero points. Like, it's going to get you no points. So you don't want that. So there's been a lot of reports that Brian Robinson, a rookie running back for the Commanders, Commanders. has looked really good. 
And so I was like, oh, I'm going to trade for him in our league. So I traded. I finessed someone in our league, and I got him for very cheap before he was named the starter. And then Sunday, August 28th, he was named, Brian Robinson was named the starter. And everyone's like, oh, like, yeah. And I was like, oh, tomorrow on this podcast, he's definitely going to be one of our sleeper picks. Not a lot of people know him. Like, he's going to be amazing. And then last night around 7.30, news came out that in Wa- somewhere in Washington, there was an attempted robbery. And Brian Robinson was a victim in the robbery. And he was shot multiple times by the robber whatever you want to call him, attacker, assa- the aggressor. Assa- yeah, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> Antonio Gibson hired a hitman. No, but um, thankfully Brian Robinson is all right. Like they say, he's in stable condition. He posted on his Instagram today. Like I'm doing surgery went well. Like thanks yeah. for all the prayers. Like I'll, I'll try to be back soon. Obviously he's not going to play a lot, if all this whole season. So obviously avoid him unless you're doing a keeper league. Maybe try to draft him late so you can keep him for next year or a dynasty league. Draft him so you can have him forever. Because I think he was going to be an amazing running back once he plays. But in terms of this season, avoid him. But And then you're thinking, oh, draft Antonio Gibson now because now he's going to be the starter. Well, like we said, the coaches are still dogging on him. They're like, no, like he's looked awful. Like, absolutely not. So there's been a lot of reports. That he, now J.D. McKissick, who's now the backup running back, they're going to be playing a lot of mixes. So, again, that's sort of like a committee in that based on the fact that they, the coaches also really don't like Gibson right now. One mistake, one fumble by Gibson, one bad run or wrong mistake by Gibson, he's on the sideline. And then, obviously, if he's on the sideline, he's not scoring any points. So, right. So, do not draft. Do not draft Gibson. Gibson. You can do whatever you want. I mean, we're not drafting your team for you, but you can draft him. But then when Gibson's scoring you no points and then you're, like, upset because you're not winning. Don't get mad at me. Cause like, we gave you this information. Yeah, you, I mean, you're listening to the podcast. I mean, I'm helping you out here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, and then the next player to avoid, we have New York. <laughs> <laughs> Just any New York team. <laughs> we have, with a couple exceptions, we have Brees Hall, the rookie running back from the Jets. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about him later. We have a players sleepers to get, so we'll talk about him later. And then also Saquon. Yeah, sure. He might be a little injured, reprone or whatever, but I I think he's due for a healthy year. I think he'll be all right because they don't got a lot around him. So I think he'll be due for an average year, not a superstar year, but he'll be pretty solid. But the rest of New York, don't touch it. Don't. Kenny Galladay has gotten so much hate this offseason because he has shown little to no effort in any practices, preseason training camps, like anything, any videos that have been out. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Won't play for some games because he's hurt. And then Joe Flacco is Joe Flacco. I mean, he's no. And then Daniel Jones is Daniel yeah. Jones. Um, I mean, like, that's just. It's New, it's New don't York. Don't draft right? any New York players. Unless Buffalo does not count as New York, just so you guys know. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Draft every Bills player you can. Yeah. But do you have anything to add? Uh, no, not really. One thing that I kind of found interesting is uh, a couple weeks ago, we were sitting in Chili's. And uh, they had a rerun of a, the uh, 2012, what was it, the AFC Championship game? Yeah, I, I remember this. And it was um, Broncos, Ravens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, Joe Flacco. I mean, he looks pretty good he in this was, game. He was pretty good. I mean, he good. was 
And then, like, I heard that the Jets signed him, and I was like, I didn't know that this guy was still alive, <laughs> much less in the league. So I was, like, I'm surprised that Jeff Flacco's still here. But, you know, maybe he could maybe he could still be good. Who knows? Probably not. Don't draft him. Don't draft him. Not, not worth it. And then we kind of as an avoid, sort of, I guess you could say, we talked about this last week, the yeah. Lamar Jackson contract situation and his his deadline set for September 1st, which the closer and closer we get, I truly believe that once it gets to September 1st, if they don't have a deadline, Lamar is going to like extend it a couple of days because like he's just yeah. trying to get that money. That's what I think. So, But still, as if you're drafting within the next couple of days, and Lamar doesn't have his contract extension, I would be wary of that situation. Maybe not try to spend super high of a pick on Lamar because just in case he doesn't play. Right. I mean, obviously, if you're doing a keeper league or a dynasty league, then draft him because he will play eventually. Uh, yeah, he'll I be mean, a superstar. Wherever. I mean, yeah, yeah. He might not play at Baltimore if they're not willing to give him his money, but he's going to play eventually, and he's going to be you know great again, obviously. Um. But yeah, just be careful drafting him because, I mean, as of today, there's three days until September 1st, and um, Lamar Jackson came out today and said that the Ravens didn't actually offer him the right. money that it was reported that they did, which if that's true, that means that they haven't offered him anything, and they haven't even mm-hmm. attempted a contract deal, right? which is a bad look. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like we said, if it's if it is a... um. If it is a dynasty league or a keeper league, definitely still just forget what we just said about Lamar. Because there's Lamar could easily, if things don't work out with Baltimore, he could go to like Miami and replace Tua, and then boom, he's got the two fastest yeah. receivers in the league. He's got great weapons. He could go somewhere. The Ravens have some of the worst weapons in the league, and he could easily go to an upgraded, upgraded situation for him. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're playing for just this season, just be wary of if Lamar has an extension yet. So. Yeah. And then the last player we have on our avoid list is Miles Sanders from Philadelphia. Um, he He's listed as Philadelphia's number one running back at the moment, but he had a lot of fumbles last year. He did a lot of nothing last year. He, I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles upgraded at a lot of positions this year that, except for running back. They got great receiver in A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith is going to get better. Jalen Hurts is going to get better. Jalen Hurts can also run. So that takes him away, right. takes it away. He's got decent backups behind him who also take stuff away. It's not really committee per se, but they have all right running backs. They can take some carries away from him. I just don't think he's a great running back. I don't yeah. think for fantasy purposes he ever has been and he ever will be. Yep, I completely agree. And I've seen a lot of people were taking him kind of high, and I don't understand. I I'm very low on him. I wouldn't I wouldn't draft him in the first. I wouldn't draft him at all, honestly. <laughs> I would draft a lot of running backs. Backup running backs before I would draft Miles Sanders. Well, harsh. All right, so let's right. get into our sleepers. Yep, our final segment. Again, for the third time, we have agreed on these. This is Caden and Austin's rankings, pretty much the yeah. equivalent to ESPN's because they kind of like just like look at ours. Yeah. But... For one of our our first sleeper, we have Alan Lazard, receiver from the Packers. So, awesome. Yeah. I mean, who else is Aaron Rodgers going to throw to? Mm, pretty much. That's the real question. Is you know, Devonta Adams left to go play with Derek Carr? Um, so, 
realistically, Aaron Rodgers only has Alan Lazard. Yeah, pretty much. And that's it. And Aaron Rodgers isn't a very... I mean, he's a mobile QB in terms of how far QBs go-ish. Yeah, like, he'll bit. scramble a little bit, but he's, he scrambles to throw. That's Aaron's yeah. thing, is he doesn't scramble for yards. So, you know, that's how he's been through his whole career. So he's not like the Lamar Jacksons of the world where... Or the Kyler Murrays, where if you don't have anyone to throw to, just run it. Right. So he needs someone to throw to, and Alan Lazard is the only guy. Mm-hmm. And with an accurate QB like Rodgers, he's probably still going to get a lot of catches. Mm-hmm. And he's also like the only receiver on that Packers team who has any chemistry with Rodgers. They got a yeah. lot of rookies, no chemistry with Rodgers. Like he's got the previous year's chemistry, so he's already got that little connection. And now he's going to be boosted to the number one. So I right. think he's due for a good breakout season this year. Yeah. Another uh, sleeper receiver that we have is Darnell Mooney from the Bears. Yeah. Receiver for the Bears. Sort of similar to um, some of the players we named earlier. He doesn't have a lot of competition around him. The Bears might be one of the worst teams in the league this year because they have no receivers around him. David Montgomery is all right, but I think Justin Fields is a great quarterback. That's, I mean, that might just be our Ohio, our Ohio State bias. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Maybe, but I think Darnell Mooney is a good receiver. He can get open, and Justin Fields can get him the ball. And so with that and not having any competition around him, he'll be force-fed a lot of balls, catch a lot of them. And then, like we said, the Bears might be one of the worst teams. They'll be playing from behind in a lot of games. They'll be throwing a lot, force-feeding Mooney, getting a lot of yards, catches, touchdowns. Right. And obviously these are sleeper picks. So these aren't in yeah. the high rounds. These are late rounds. All the superstars are gone. You're looking for someone who could break out. Yeah, you're not... Obviously, you're not... Obviously, like McCaffrey, like the players we named earlier, right. those are players... You can't miss on them. Like these players are like players that like towards the later rounds will be like, who should I pick? And be like, who who could break out and be a not like a Jamar Chase, but come out and be like a Right. Put up some solid numbers yeah, for you. Be as solid, like so uh, someone goes down, you need a receiver for a week, this guy's on your bench, boom, he can get you double digit points and keep you sustainable. Yeah. And then this one is a really good, I think, a really good sleeper pick. Isaiah likely. Tight end for the Ravens. Yeah. He's a rookie. He's got really good skills like a receiver. He runs regu- runs like a receiver, but he's tall like a tight end. He's kind of like Kyle Pitts from last year. And like like we said, the Ravens have very little weapons, little receivers. All they got is Mark Andrews. And in the preseason game, I know it's just preseason, but Isaiah likely went crazy in just a half. Like he had 150 yards and like a bunch like a touchdown. Like he was looking really good. So, obviously, they got Mark Andrews at tight end, so he's not going to beat out Andrews at tight end. Andrews could go down, or they can move likely to receiver since he's got a skill set like a receiver. So, like, they've got... So, he'd be on the field a lot. And they could also run a two-tight end set to get him a lot of catches and touchdowns. Yeah, the Ravens seem to have a thing for tight ends. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. I say likely. Right. Very likely a good pick. Very likely a good pick. Yeah, I I, pick, I I signed him in our Dynasty League. So Who didn't you sign in our Dynasty League? Uh, <laughs> got a lot of people. R.I.P. No, not R.I.P. I was going to say R.I.P. Brian Robinson. No, he's still alive, though. It's not R.I.P. He'll be coming back next year. He'll be leading my team to the championship back-to-back year. Yeah, we'll see. Back-to-back. <laughs> um, The next one we have, Shai Smith, wide receiver for the Panthers. He was a rookie last year. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Austin's just going to tone me out. Maybe we are disagreeing on something. I thought we came up with a consensus. He was a rookie last season, but he didn't play a lot of games because he was injured a lot, and he was just pretty low on the depth chart. But this year, he's worked his way up the depth chart, and there's coach Matt Rule said he's earned himself a starting spot. He's going he's to be slotted in as a starter. He's going to be like a slot receiver, and like he'll be like he's kind of like, I don't know if you remember when Curtis Samuel was on the Panthers a couple years ago. Yeah. He's going to be like that Curtis Samuel, like slot receiver every now and then come in and playing running back and like mm-hmm. taking a carry to relieve something off of McCaffrey, like stuff like that. And they're saying that he's due for a breakout year this year. Like he's looked incredible in training camp. He scored a couple touchdowns in preseason from Baker. They're saying the Baker to Shai Smith connection has been super good. So I'm super high on them this year. I mean, I'm also a Panthers fan, but. Austin, you're high on him too? Oh, yeah, super high on him. <laughs> I mean, he'll probably be fine. Again, sleeper pick. So right. These aren't I mean, super well-known people. Yeah, he'll probably put up good numbers. I have no doubt that he will. Um, despite all the hate, I don't think Baker's a bad quarterback. So he'll distribute the ball evenly, and I'm sure Jai Smith will get a lot of, a lot of touches. Right. And then another, this is kind of like a broad range. We said all rookie receivers. There's a lot to talk about here, so we're going to yeah. try to go a little quick. But George Pickens, we talked about last week. Dog. Get him early. He's Yeah. like he, This guy might not even be a sleeper. No. This like, guy might be like he a might go top, second round. I don't know. That might even be late. No, I don't know about second. Maybe top like three or four. He definitely tried to get George Pickens. If we're wrong, we are very sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> I definitely try to get George Pickens. Chris Olave, you want to talk about him? I mean, I know you love him. Yeah, I'm kind of in love with Chris Olave right now. I mean, but to be completely honest here, it's like the Saints only have Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is hurt. Oh, right. So Michael Thomas came back, and so it was looking like that he was going to be, you know, good again, and then he was hurt. (laughs) So you're like, oh, well, maybe not. So, I mean, if Michael Thomas stays hurt, Chris Olave will obviously... Be have a lot of targets. Well, on they him. have um, Jamar or Jarvis Landry. I mean, yeah. So which is like he's obviously a really good receiver. He's, but he's yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Chris Olave, still. I mean, Jameis Winston isn't going to pick like a favorite guy. Right. Jameis Winston's a guy that really spreads the ball around. His favorite guy is the defense. <laughs> he likes throwing to the safeties. <laughs> <laughs> wow, tough, tough. But yeah, Chris Olave. Um, I think whether or not Michael Thomas is back or not, Chris Olave is probably going to put up pretty good numbers. I mean, we'll see how he does. I think he's going to perform well. Maybe he absolutely flops it, but I think he'll do great. Mm-hmm. Another rookie uh, Ohio State receiver, Garrett Wilson. He is one of our exceptions for the New York. Yeah. We think, I mean, again, could be our Ohio State bias a little bit. I think he won't be as good as Alave because one thing, he is in New York, and I think he's the worst receiver out of the two of them. But he's really athletic. He's got good speed, good vertical. Yeah. I mean, Pretty good receiver. Overall, good receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one. I mean, looking. I'm just gonna start naming them off. Um, shoot, I picked him to win the rookie of the year in our, in our thing. The Falcons guy. Um, oh yeah. Um, shoot. Why am I blanking on his shoot. name too? Um. Oh, this is making me. Re- Traylon Burks from Tennessee. Um, Pitts. No, that's their tight end. That's their tight end. This Rick, is a great look. <laughs> um, Drake London. Holy smokes, Man, I couldn't think. A... Drake London from Atlanta. Uh, he's got not a lot of stuff around him. He's super tall. Red zone threat. I picked him to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm already, I mean, I'm super high on him. Um, 
Traylon Burks, yeah, he might have Derrick Henry on his team, but not any receiver competition around him. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, those are some sleeper receivers. So try, receivers. To, try to get rookie receivers. That's what we're saying. There's always rookie receivers always surprised. And if they keep with the trend, one rookie receiver will have a historic year, keeping with the trend of the last two years. So yeah. maybe you can get lucky, and your guy will become the next Jamar Chase or the next Justin Jefferson, and you're going to win your league. Who knows? Could happen. And then we have Brees Hall, the New York exception that we named. Yeah. The the rookie run. We've named a lot of rookies, but I'm, I, I think this rookie skill position class is really good. So the running back from the Jets, like we said, Zach Wilson might be missing some games because he, I don't know, did something to his knee. But so he'll be getting a, a, right off the gate. He'll be getting a lot of touches, which is good for his development for the rest of the season. So he'll, he'll be getting all those early touches and early games. So by the end of the season, he'll be like, oh, like this is easy. Like I did this in the beginning of the season, but now I got Zach Wilson, who's gonna help me through this. Like, yeah. and like we said, Jets, not a lot of competition. No competition on the running back room. Their running backs are terrible aside from him. So he's probably gonna get all the running back stuff. The Jets. Probably their strength of their team is their offensive line, so that helps him get holes. Yeah, only a couple exceptions up in New York, yeah. and and none of them seem to be on the on the Giants. <laughs> mm. If you're a Giants fan, I'm I'm very sorry, but you're gonna be in for a rough year. Kind of like I mean, I guess you're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have three quarterbacks for sleepers to finish us off. We have Tua. Do you want to talk about him? Sure. Um. I mean, you know, some people are super high on Tua. Some people are real low some on Tua. Some people are very low on Tua. Real low on Tua. I'm kind of in the middle on Tua, but I think, obviously, as a sleeper pick, I think he's going to do great. Um, one of the reports that was coming out was like, oh, Tua doesn't have the arm strength to throw. Um, and so what did they do the other night? Yeah, right? I saw like that. The that first, was first play on the field. They're like from 86 yard bomb to Tyree. So it's like I, that was that was funny from the Dolphins part. Yeah, I mean that was a hundred percent planned that oh. they wanted to come out and showcase how far Tua can. But well, there throw. was some critics saying that he's still under. He's still under the throw, <laughs> which is kind of funny that people come out and say that. But yeah, Tua and Tyreek, um, they're gonna do, they're gonna do great together. So Tua as a sleeper pick, good option. Yep. Um, yeah, like we said, I mean he is a sleeper pick, so it's not someone who's gonna be early in your draft or someone who's. When you draft him, he's gonna you're gonna draft him as your starter. Like yeah. you draft him, and he could be your backup for in case your starter all of a sudden starts to play right. terrible, or he your gets starter injured goes down, or, or if you bye starter, week, right? Bye week, or you they, just Tua explodes, which which is the point of the sleepers. Mm-hmm. They can have breakout seasons, and Tua's got the rushing upside. Right, got the rushing upside, and last year he played under Fitz Magic, so anything can happen. Right, and then another player we talked about already with a lot of rushing upside. Trey Lance taking over this year for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Last year, he played two games for the 49ers. That was it because he sat behind the handoff machine. <laughs> so now he's playing starter, like he's the starter for the year. I think he has, aside from Lamar and maybe like Josh Allen and Kyler Murray, he, maybe, I don't know, He I think he's a top two rushing quarterback in the league. He hasn't played yet, but his college highlights were Incredible. I know he only played at North Dakota State, but still. And a lot of times, rookie quarterbacks who run like that in college, when they get to the NFL, they don't want to throw a lot. They want to run. Right, that's what they're used to. And running is worth... Yeah, sure, it might not be good for the long run for your fantasy team or whatever, but running is worth more than throwing in fantasy. So 
Right. If he's your quarterback and he's throwing and running, if he's looking down the field and instead he's just taking off, that's more. If he gets a 10-yard run compared to a 10-yard pass, that 10-yard run is way more than that 10-yard pass. Like, Absolutely. I mean, you want your quarterback to run. You want him to have that rushing upside. But then he can also throw. So And then, like we said, they also have a running back by committee. So it's not like they're going to have a dominant running back that they just always give it to. Like Their right. running backs are all going to be mid. And then they're just going to switch every now off, right. off and on. So. And like we said, right on third downs, like short third downs on goal line plays, you can run a designed run. If a hole opens up, he can take it. You can run option plays. Like there's a lot of stuff you can do with a mobile mm-hmm. QB. So Trey Lance is a good late round sleeper. Mm-hmm. And then he sat majority of last year. And the last players who have been sitting out as rookie quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, his first year in the league, mm-hmm. he threw for 50 touchdowns. Um, I mean, Tom Brady, I mean, that was a long time ago and it was the exception, but he became, he, he became, he had a decent career. I, guess. I mean, he's, he's done all right for himself. I guess you could say he had a good career. And then uh, one more quarterback that could be major sleeper. Definitely think about taking him last round if you need. Like, maybe honestly as a third quarterback that could be a huge, amazing pick for you. Uh, If you're drafting within the next couple days and Lamar Jackson doesn't have his contract thing settled, use your last – None of normally your last pick doesn't play much for your team, if at all. He's normally like – cut him for a defense that you need in week three right like but if you have a last pick i'd wait i'd spend your pick on tyler huntley the backup quarterback for the ravens he played a majority of the year last year because lamar was hurt or some mm-hmm. some of the year and he was really good like i picked him up yeah. in um my league last year and he was scoring me like 25 a game because he's got an incredible rushing upside he's a decent passer and if Lamar does go, like if Lamar does not get his contract, he will play. He's already got familiarity with the offense. He's got, like we said, he's got Likely, who might potentially go to receiver. They can get that connection going. He's already got Andrews. He's got incredible rushing upside. He could easily be like going from no one drafts him to you draft in the last round. Lamar doesn't get his contract. He plays, he starts some games for you and wins you a decent amount of games. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally take him for your last pick. Yeah, totally worth it. All right, so this was a special episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Austin and I agreed on majority. Shocking, isn't it? On a majority, maybe like one exception or a couple exceptions and some grammar exceptions. But yeah. we, agree, we agreed on our picks. These were our sleeper picks, our players to avoid, and our who you should draft at what spot. So thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Well, hold on. Really quick, we want to give a shout-out to... Um, a fellow podcast of ours. Good job, Austin. Yeah, I, I thank almost you. forgot about that. Um, they very kindly shouted us out last week on one of their episodes. We want to shout out the Bubba and Cannon show. Um, we are, we've been looking forward to collaborating with them for a number of weeks now. We're working hard to try to figure out a date that works and figure out the technology issues. But, you know, we want to just give them a quick shout out. They're doing some great work down in what, North Carolina. Yeah. They're Panthers fans. Right. So the the does, reason, yeah. I they're both Panthers fans. They live in the Carolina area. I mean, I've, I'm assuming I've seen them at like training camp stuff on their Instagram. But so I was listening to them off of that aspect of their Panthers fans. So I want to listen to a Panthers podcast. And then they were following my personal account because I think they saw that I was following all these Panthers fan pages. And they're like, "Hey, Panthers fan, like let's have them listen to our podcast." So they followed me, and that's how I saw them. I was like, "Sure, I'll listen to this podcast." So I listened, and it was pretty like it was a good. I mean, it was two Panthers fans. I mean, it's 
fans of my team, I, I, it's an enjoyable podcast, and they're funny. They say things that make you, like, it's not like a podcast that makes you fall asleep, but, like, it's a good podcast. It, it's enjoyable. They have good insight. Yeah. You laugh. And then we reached out to them, and so eventually we're going to be trying to collaborate with them. So we're looking forward to that, so. Yeah. yeah, good job, Austin. I almost forgot that. I'm sorry, the uh, Bubba and Cannon show. But, I'm looking out for you guys. Yeah, good job, Austin. Yeah, uh, this was this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Stay tuned next Friday or this Friday. We have a two two episodes a week now, so stay tuned this Friday. We have a really fun episode planned. We were looking forward to shooting it. So, all right, thank you for listening.